Welcome to Heritage at Home, a mini podcast from Heritage Christian Fellowship designed to bring you encouragement and keep us connected during these unprecedented times. Hi, everyone. My name is Jared Powell, and I'm on staff at Heritage. This is part two of a little mini-series on the topic of theology. The goal of this is to help us all become more thoughtful Christians. In the first episode, I talked about what theology is and pointed out the fact that we all do theology, whether you like it or not, and your theology matters because it impacts your behavior. Today, I want to chat briefly about where our current theology comes from. If we know where our theology comes from and how it was built, then we can better examine each area and know why we have come to believe what we believe about God. As we see that our theology was not all our decision, then we can see where we need to reevaluate and continue to develop. Because for all of us, Our theology work is not over. That is unless you've come to know all that God is and know it perfectly. Which in that case, you might be God, but that is a can of theology worms for another time. So, where do you get your theology? Where do you get the beliefs that you hold to be true about God? Have you ever thought about that? If you compared what you know and believe about God to a painting, perhaps a giant mural, you will realize that the piece of art took many years to complete and many strokes of the brush to accumulate all that is there. Certain large portions of the painting might have been filled in at once, but other parts required hours of tiny strokes to fill in tremendous detail. So let's talk about what kinds of Brushes and paints have made up your mural of God. Let's use the word fabesti to help us. I know that that is not a word, but humor me. If you want to take notes, write down the letters F, B, E, S, T, and T. I'm sure there are probably more than these six things, but these are the ones I'd like to focus on briefly. F is for family. It is absolutely fascinating how much of our lives get shaped when we are very little. During the time that most of us can't even remember, we have foundational moments that shape who we are. Our brains soak up so many data points. How we were held as a baby, what our home was like, the words our parents used. It goes on and on. Much of this was out of our direct control. Our brains are sort of like computers that have programs and memory pre-installed. Some of it is just there. Whether it is good or bad, it just exists. Much of our theology is birthed from our family upbringing. Did you go to church on Sundays or did you not? Did your parents read their Bibles or did they not? What did your parents or lack of parents say about who and what God was and is? This shaped you. So one aspect of understanding our theology is to reflect on our upbringing and our family origin. Next, the B is for the Bible. Your reading, or lack of reading, 
the Bible is foundational to what you think and believe about God. It is hard to argue with the fact that the Bible has been the most influential writing throughout all of human history. It has shaped so much of what people believe about God and the world. What's tricky about the Bible is that people come to very different conclusions about what it means and says. During the Civil War, the North and the South both used the Bible to defend their positions. In another episode, I'd love to give some tools for how to understand the scriptures. But for now, know that much of your theology comes from your study of its pages. So we have family, Bible, and next is experience. Our experiences have a tremendous impact on our theology. I've heard so many amazing stories of radical deliverances and healings over the years. If you've experienced that, then your theology about spiritual gifts is going to be molded by those encounters. If you were burned by a friend or hurt in a traumatic way, you're going to have a different theology of forgiveness. If you grew up in a church where you had profound spiritual experiences singing hymns, then some of the modern electronic worship is going to be a stretch. This is not to say that you can't change. It is just a reality that we all need to acknowledge so we can wrestle with why Jesus' words hit us in certain ways. Our experiences shape us. So let's see, there's family, the Bible, our experience, and S, which stands for services. Could you even count how many church services you've been to? How many worship songs have you sang? How many preachers have you heard flap their gums? Lots and lots. And I bet you can't even remember too many of them. But everyone has painted another little stroke of the mural of your theology. Next time you're singing in praise, think about the words. What are the lyrics saying about God? This is why it is so important to find a church that puts on great services and has good theology like Heritage does. Next, we have our first T, that is tradition. There is an element of tradition, like the type of faith tradition we grew up in, Roman Catholic, Baptist, Vineyard, etc., that totally shapes our theology of things like communion, spiritual gifts, and musical worship. But what I mean by tradition is even larger than that. The tradition of Christianity that has been shaped by, um, that has been shaping our theology since the year 30 AD. Some of our theology we have, that has been shaping us for thousands of years is the divinity of Jesus. Some of our theologies aren't quite as old. For example, a very popular concept from the Left Behind series is the idea of the rapture. Maybe you've seen the license plate frame, in case of rapture, this vehicle will be unmanned. The rapture is a concept that is relatively young, developing in the mid to late 1800s. It has become a strong part of some faith traditions while not really even recognized by others. Again, there's a lot of theology in those statements to unpack, but that is not the goal of this talk. It is only to point out that our tradition has, sh has shaped what we know and believe about God. 
And the final T to mention is thinking. How do you think about God? Have you been encouraged to explore and read and be challenged by new thoughts? Have you been told to not color outside the lines? Do you love to think about God and are you just or are you just fine with taking someone else's word for it? I might add that our personalities which get shaped by our family origin and our experiences has a lot to do with how we think about God. Because I believe God wants us to be wise, thoughtful Christians, it is important for all of us to evaluate how we process and think about the divine. So where do we get our theology from? At minimum, our theology is shaped from some complex equation of our family upbringing, our Bible reading, our experiences, the church services we've been to, the traditions that were built long before us, or our experiences, and from our own thinking and processing. But why does that all matter? Because none of us have arrived. None of us have come to a complete understanding of who God is, and we can all learn new and exciting things that shape our theology and bring us into a deeper relationship with our Lord. To do that, we might need to unlearn some things that got planted in our brains and emotions long before we realized it. As we examine the mural of our theology, we might realize that some parts need more detail, while other parts need to be completely repainted, and other parts are beautiful just the way they are. One thing my theology tells me is that you are beautiful just the way you are. And Jesus, God in flesh, loves you more than you know. May you experience all that God has for you. Peace. Thank you for listening. For more information, go to heritagesc.org.